1: Welcome to the Ramon Foster Show, and uh, happy Thanksgiving week to everybody. And, uh, Moan, this is yeah. now
0: our 201st episode. 201, man. Started, what
1: a- started the next
0: clock here. Uh, 250 to 300 is where we're at? I guess. We, we should just celebrate <laughs> all of them. We should celebrate. <laughs> it's 201, yes! It's, it's like the new couple. This is our one-week <laughs> anniversary. What?! Oh, they do say things like that, though. though. <laughs> one week and then one month. Yeah, man. Like, come on. Nah, get, get in the trenches a little bit. And it's not even anniversaries, like legit
1: anniversaries. It's like boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. It's not even yeah. like married anniversaries.
0: That's, that's what I'm saying, man. But look, we, we're going <laughs> to let people celebrate the way they want to. Because guess what we're doing? We're celebrating 201 right now. Yes, DK. we are. 201. <laughs> Steelers
1: versus Colts Monday night in Indianapolis. And... Moan, I'd like to think from a positive perspective that what we've seen over the past few weeks in terms of the Steelers losing most of those games is that we at least have more information. Yeah, We at least know more about, okay, this person's over here getting better. This one over here, not so much. (laughs) If you had to list, if you had to list like the team's greatest needs or even just looking at the draft, okay, without getting... You know, too crazy about that since it's next May. But like, what are <laughs> what are the main like the 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 areas that you would say, wow, they've just got to fill this?
0: Whew, which is it's interesting too. You got two teams coming up against each other this weekend that that have a bunch of needs. So this is the 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 matchup of the needies is what we'll call them, man. Uh, but for the Steelers, man, I'm I'm going. And I think it got exposed last week against the Bengals. I would want to go another direction, but it's a toss-up of who's best available when these two come up. As it stands, number one, corner. If we're high enough, we get a guy that's that high, and Pedigree says, look, he's the one. We spoke about Sauce Gardner and what he's meant to that Jets team. I don't think anybody in their mind would be mad at an opportunity to get a guy like him, not him Because I think he's one of those once every two, three years type of dudes, man. And You just want somebody similar. Simply just looking at his size, his length, his tenacity towards the game. He's a better Richard Sherman in the way I prototype him and look at him in a sense already, man. And I I guess uh, on the other side of that too, DK, left tackle. Yeah, I was actually
1: gonna start there, but okay. Dude,
0: who are you? Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I say I say corner because defensively I think you're more set than where you are offensively. If if there we're talking about best available as far as a corner and a tackle, uh I probably go corner first. That's my personal opinion, DK. I think you're more on the side of give you a left tackle to protect the franchise quarterback.
1: Yes. Very yeah. much so. And, I just and- I, I can't get past the left side of the line in general, but especially yeah. left tackle <laughs> with all due respect. Yeah. I, I just can't because I, I've got a quarterback who needs to be able to operate from the pocket as well as rolling out. I don't. I, I love yeah. seeing Kenny roll out. Yeah. I don't want to see him roll out on every snap. Uh, I definitely don't want to see him. And we saw a lot of this this past Sunday where he has to step up in the pocket, yeah. but he has to step out of ah. the pocket. You know and what I'm talking danger. about? Yeah. yeah. Up and I,
0: out and, into danger at and that I, point. I,
1: I, I'm, you know, and the reason that he's doing that isn't because it's scripted. Yeah. Okay. Those weren't scripted rollouts no. or get out of the pocket.
0: He's just going,
1: geez, really?
0: Or, or <laughs> he's- having the ability to throw across the, the defense to a, 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 to a wide receiver. And he can't because his trajectory is thrown off because he's got somebody in his lap. And there's been a lot of pressures on that side too, man, despite what PFF said. Uh, A couple weeks ago when they gave him a high, high marks uh, when it comes down to their grading scale, it's just not good. You hear coaches all the time. I love what you did in your rookie year. And that's why I fell in love also with Dan Moore was like, man, rookie year, despite he has some transgressions and some issues. I can't wait to see what second year is going to look like. That is your biggest step. That is where you solidify. I am a starter in this league. Everybody's path is different, but there has to be that jump from year one to year two. And in his year two, we haven't seen that jump. We haven't even seen him really catch ground or, or grab ground when it comes to his stance and, you know, his ability to kind of dominate in a string of games. We've got almost none of that in the sense, DK. And coaches will hard evaluate that position, man. He's just got to be truthful with himself. Maybe he fights out of it. Maybe he goes inside to guard or something like that. I don't know what it is, but it's at this point post this year when it comes to Dan Moore, he's got to decide what his career is going to be. I mean, that's kind of where it is, isn't it?
1: I mean, yeah, you know, I I know you're really open and always have been about the money impact on sports. And a lot of people don't like to talk about that. It just I know, but again, to be real. Okay, it's fair. And if you're Dan Moore and you can't be motivated by left tackle money, um, yeah. or just you can't be—that that just means you're just not
0: good. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. I mean, had I gotten that starting position earlier and just really solidified it the way I needed to, boy, at, at left tackle, uh, it's a different billing. It really is. You're in a different zip code when it comes down to it, and. It's only 32 of those guys in the league. You know what I'm saying? So you're in a very elite company when it comes down to it. And there's a standard to it. We saw that guy on Monday Night Football, Trent Williams. That's the standard. You say what you want to about Andrew Whitworth when he was with Sensen, even when he went to the Rams. That dude held down that left side anchor when it came to protecting his quarterback backside. That's it. There's no denying that, DK. Absolutely none. No, no. And and it's – I have a hard time getting
1: past it. I don't want to get to the point where we say a first-round pick absolutely has to be a left tackle because that's when you force yourself into bad decisions. If there isn't a left tackle uh, in the top 10, 15 – then why would you say, well, we're just going to take the best available left tackle? That's nuts.
0: No, that's absolutely nuts. You go with best available at that position, man. Uh, I I think with the way offensive linemen, it's been kind of, you know, highlighted more. And I think also the emphasis on it being a more passing league. And also, let's say this, you got Deshaun, who's a passer. You got uh, Burrow who's a passer also. Lamar can pass. You got to find somebody to take over the freaking tight ends with him. Uh, To me, I say, It's a position to where you say if you get two out of the three, meaning Cincy and and Cleveland, you're in a real good position as far as defending the AFC North. The ability to get after Lamar Jackson, I don't know if they're going super high to get a deep tackle. Um, I think they're solid as far as outside linebackers go, but you know the Steelers the same way I do. If there's a a real good outside linebacker there, I can see some some traction there. Uh, But I'm going corner, I'm going tackle. It's the same way I look at it
1: yeah for me i I, i'll I'll condense it even further it's just trenches 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 you know it's the pittsburgh steelers and it's been way too long since we've seen anything committed to either side of the trenches when we come back we're going to look at the steelers colts matchup welcome back to the ramon foster show in the process of preparing ourselves as we do diligently for all of these segments, we were talking about Matt Ryan, a.k.a. Matty Ice. Matty Ice. <laughs> Matty Ice. You know, is there at least a remote possibility that he gave himself that nickname?
0: Um, Matt Ryan, probably so. He's a Boston <laughs> College guy. I'd hope he's smart enough not to be able to do that. But, goodness, nobody in the history of life ever has been cool enough to give themselves a nickname. Never, oh, ever, no, man, ever. It does not work. Like, you no. couldn't do it. If you're LeBron James and you walk
1: into practice one day and you go, hey, everybody, henceforth, I am the king.
0: <laughs> no. You got to be knighted <laughs> at something like that, DK. You can't walk around, hey, hey, listen to me. From here on, just call me Big Mo. <laughs> Imagine if I had done that.
1: Big like, Big no. Mode.
0: No, man. That's not you what we're
1: doing. You would have been laughed right out of the room. I would. Be- you know how I know that? <laughs> how? Because you had a running back who tried to give himself his own nickname yeah. when, when, when Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell decided to call himself Juice. No, I'm Juice. Juice from now on. Oh, Are you God. really? You yeah. picked a murderer's nickname? Come <laughs> it's
0: on, it's, man. It's not what we're doing here, especially in sports. And you can be very transparent in sports. Like, hey, no, dawg. I ain't calling you that. Whatever your mama named you or whatever we name you is what we're going to call you. <laughs> I'm it. not calling you a self-picked-out nickname. That don't fly.
1: Plus, you've already got, like, if you're Lev, you've already got something, yeah. you know? There's not
0: there's not another Levion
1: you've ever met in your life. No. Is only there? Only one. Only no. one. And he's already, everyone's like, Lev, you know? Yeah. Lev Bell. No, no. And he's sitting around one day
0: and he goes, no, no, no. I like juice. That doesn't fly nowhere at all, okay? Like that's 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 weird that's different to me you can not give
1: yourself know. your own nickname it's just please it's it, that's not a football thing that's a life thing you it, can't it, do it
0: it's like you can give yourself okay if you want to give yourself a nickname do it in your username when you sign up for a new account don't do it <laughs> in the real world okay it's not gonna fly
1: yeah, that has a chance of sticking yeah. it, the
0: other the other rule of thumb
1: here as long as we're not talking about football <laughs> at all today is it, it, if you're gonna do the nickname thing yeah and somebody else comes up with it, Mm -hmm. don't
0: resist it, please. That makes it worse. It's so much worse. Now you're totally stuck with it. You are, man. Like, for the life of me, I didn't know how I would like the Big Ragu. I had people coming up to me saying, hey, on your Wikipedia profile, it's the Big Ragu. I was like, is it? Like, who put that up there? It'd be people I hadn't met before. Hey, I read your profile. You're known as the Big Ragu. I'm like. Is it? Really? But but I, I I can't say out front that I was just over the moon about them. I'll be honest with you. I was just like, okay, whatever. It sticks. And now I'm just like, yeah, it's cool. You can't resist a nickname unless it's like condescending or disrespectful. But if it's, look, somebody feel the need to give you a nickname, yeah, that's that one's sticking, man. I'm sorry.
1: What about if it's your head coach and it's <laughs> your first training camp and you've only seen this happen 100 times where he'll <laughs> find somebody back there like yeah. Some guy who's a walk on, or you know what I mean, a we'll walk on. Yeah. Yeah. Or whatever. And he'll say, You.
0: Yeah. And he comes up with a nickname, You're stuck. <laughs> yeah. You're stuck. Like, the, the, oh, I got a few right now. Go, uh, ahead. Uh, Go the, ahead. The neighbor, Cody Wallace. Yeah. <laughs> the neighbor super nice <laughs> you, you <laughs> called him the you neighbor, I've him never the neighbor. Heard this. yeah Cody Wallace was the neighbor Cody neighbor uh, Cody Cody Wallace is Ned Flanders you, it's super nice right yes you love Cody Wallace right okay Matt Filer the anchor you know where you get that from hmm. anytime somebody bull rush him nobody's moving Matt he's the yanker get it Sir yeah. Madamus Anchorus is what we used to call him because he looked like a Greek <laughs> he, he looked like a Viking. Sir Madamus <laughs> Sir Mademus Anchorus. That was his name, man. Uh Doug Ligursky. Bronco.
1: Bronco's good.
0: You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah like that Bronco. one I've heard. Yeah. Who, who, who else had a name like Shay Zier? Just Shay. That just sounds like Shea. a girl name. Shay.
1: But you know, sometimes he would just repeat somebody's name.
0: Like, yeah. Like
1: Jordan Dangerfield. Jo- yeah. He would, Danger. Dangerfield's back there, and he would just yell out. Dangerfield. Yeah. No like reason. It would just come out of the head coach's mouth.
0: Dangerfield. Exactly. Like, like, okay, Heath, Heath Miller. You know, me, him, and Matt Spaith have our nicknames for each other, okay? In my phone, if you look it up, Heath Miller's the godfather. <laughs> does that make sense? <laughs> yes, it does. That makes sense. You know what Matt Spath is? Hmm. Patrick O'Hulahan.
1: Oh, that's
0: not bad. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And and mine and and, and mine is uh what what Spafe ended up calling me uh I am to him uh Aloysius. You see what I'm saying? Like that's that's me. Wait, that one I don't get. It's just out of nowhere. He's patches uh, of okay. hand. Yeah, um, it's just don't matter where the nickname come from. Just get one because if you it, get one, you're part of the crew. Exactly.
1: And that, ladies and gentlemen, has been our. Succinct
0: preview of Steelers versus Colts on Monday night. You're not missing anything for the Colts, <laughs> no. I promise you. No, Let I'm me all... see. They I, I covered ahead, that dog. division here, man. They lost um uh, uh uh Shaq Leonard, also known as Darius Leonard. I'll be honest with you, man. Cam may end up having a field ga- field day on uh Nelson. Quinn, Quentin Nelson has not had a year. Their O-line has been giving it up. I expect you to be able to get after them. They have one wide receiver, Michael Pittman Jr. Um, I'm over the moon about him. I'm not over the moon about where they are as far as using him. He's a good wide receiver. They have flip-flopped back between Matt Ryan and Sam Erlinger as quarterbacks. They fired the head coach unjustifiably, so much so that Philly coach smashed, like, just completely – I ain't going to say berated. Um, He berated the coach from this past weekend, but in his press conference, he was like, yeah – we came in here and we beat them. We beat them. I'd love to have had uh, what was this? Matt Lafleur? No, no, it's not Matt Lafleur. Uh, Stefanski? No, not Stefanski. God, who's their uh, old head coach name? Uh, the coach? Oh, uh, 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 the uh, one? Frank that- Wright. Frank Wright. Yeah. He was like, I-, I was loving to play. I had loved the thought of playing Frank Wright, but he's not here. He went at Ursa. Man, you got an owner right now that's over imposing his will to hiring. Honestly, him and Jeff Saturday are just friends. You know what I'm saying? They're 1-1 and one since Saturday took over, and it's really just a crap show of an organization right now, if I can be real with you. I expect us to win this game. Score? Score. Uh, whew, Can we get another 30 after this one?
1: Uh, it's getting a little greedy. <laughs>
0: it's getting a little greedy. Uh, they will play good defense. Their front line is decent. I-, I won't take that away from them, man. DeForest Buckner is a headache. I'm worried about Dotson. I'm I'm worried about uh what's his name? Dan Moore too. Uh he is gonna try to get after them as much as he can. That defense ain't bad. I got Steelers winning this 17 17 10. I, I can't give him over 20 this week.
1: Man, sounds like a doozy for Monday night, that's for sure. Yeah. When we come back, the only segment that matters. That's hey, Moan. back to the Ramon Foster Show and the only segment that matters. That's the Pay Moan segment. It's brought to you by the Get-Go Cafe and Market, where quality is at the core of every menu item. Three expert chefs fine-tune every detail so that every sub-burger, salad, wrap, drink, app, and the pilgrim are crafted for ability. Order your favorite item today at the Get-Go Cafe and Market. Better believe it. Moan, today's... Entry comes from Jim Fairfield, who says, Hey, Moan, as an older Steelers fan, I remember watching a great coach in Chuck Knoll lose his mojo. I know that's a simplification, and a lot of other things were involved, And I'm wondering now about Mike Tomlin. He seems determined to stand behind an offensive coordinator who's clearly incompetent. Delegation is important as a head coach, but if you continue to delegate to fools, what is your responsibility in that decision? Jeez,
0: yeah, Jim. Uh, losing to mojo. Let's say standing behind Matt Canada. Um, I recently covered a team here whose offensive coordinator got a DUI. You know what happened this mm. week? Mm. That head coach of that team said he's going to call plays on Sunday. I'm sorry, but the, to to think that Coach Tomlin is going to get rid of Matt Canada during the season that's that's not a dream. I don't think we're willing to. Uh, live out right now in the middle of the season. Now, we go late December, early January. All right, f- there might be a room or two that comes out at that point in time. Uh In general, Coach Tomlin losing his mojo when it comes down to coaching or being out of touch, man. If he's fired, he's probably hired if you want to the next week. Um I don't know if you call that him running out his time in Pittsburgh or there needs to be a fresh layer of paint when it comes down to a coach going in and laying fresh eyes on it. It could be a multitude of things when it comes down to, you know, what makes a good coach. How does a coach stay consistent? How does a coach, you know, stay at the top of expectations to the team and and, and ultimately to the fans? And I'll say this. I I don't know where we find that new coach from. And I feel like we've had this conversation before, but uh, the list of candidates aren't that great. And I know what you're probably thinking. We've seen a, a guy right now, in L.A. with the Rams, Sean McVay. There's conversation of him already being fired or, or retiring. He, he, he brought it up. He brought it up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So where are you going to go get the guy, Sean McVay? You want Sean Payton? Like you, we've seen that uh, Sean Payton and the and and the Saints pretty much got that cap in New Orleans into what they call cap hell like they overspent with guys and they only they didn't get a championship out of it. They got one with Breeze, but they paid so many guys and put so much money down the field or down the line that I don't know when they're going to be good again. You know, they got to upload a bunch of cap stuff so it's team management, it's maximizing potential of guys inside of a locker room. I, I still think Coach Tomlin does a good job with this. You guys see the team when it comes down to it. Um I, <laughs> let's let's just be transparent here. I don't know how good this team is. I don't think they're that good as it stands right now. I think that's kind of fair to say. Will they compete? Yes. Will they go in fighting? Yes. Will they ever lay down? Heck no. To me, those are things that head coaches, when they have a roster that's mature enough, when they have a team that understands how to play in this league, when they have a team that knows how to be a team holistically, then you get those attributes that Coach Tomlin kind of have. To get fresh eyes on it, think about the history of the, the organization that you're a fan of. They don't make abrupt decisions. Um, they don't go out and say, all right, scrap the whole thing. You don't have Jim Irsay as your as your team owner. You don't have Jerry Jones as your team owner. Patience is a virtue when it comes down to it. It's Andy Reid went 30-plus years, if not longer, before he actually won the Super Bowl. And for years and years and years, people said Andy Reid was a really good coach. And then we finally got a chance to see it later. Uh, it takes time. It takes patience. Uh, since they won the Super Bowl, have Kansas City been in it again? And if they did, they they lost it. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? It's only one that reigns supreme at the end of the year. Only one. Everybody else is scrapping and clawing, trying to get to that point. In this league, you the bottom 16. To me, they don't matter. They'll have one good shot. Jacksonville, right? Atlanta, right? make that shot, and then it's like, poof, what happens to them? And then you have ones that that teeter in the middle between being real bad or being decent. But then in this league, you have these top eights. You know what I'm saying? Like legit eight teams. And depending on the roster, health, you know, luck sometimes falling their way, those are the teams that you want to be a part of. I, since I've been in Pittsburgh, has always felt like the Pittsburgh Steelers are one of those top eights. And it's a matter of time of transition from this old quarterback to the new one we have in Kenny. Building that roster, you mentioned trenches, DK, and as as far as where to go with the with the, with the draft, I don't think our trenches is there. There is a point in which right now you got to say somebody got to find a way for Cam soon. He can't continue to play seventy percent of the defense the snaps. You see what I'm saying? So there's always turnover and change when this group finally gets together, and it will happen. It should happen. The guy that you have at coach to me. Is a guy that knows how to weather this type of storm as far as building that team, keeping that team together, what it looks like. And all of those championship teams, and even the one that lost the Super Bowl in 2010. Look at the 05, look at the 2018. All of them had cookie cutter pieces in place in which you line yourself up for championships. Because T's led two of those teams. Whether you say that was Coward's team or not, he did. The hardest
1: part, according to everyone in the business, in every sport, is getting there consistently. It's not the winning at all. It's getting there consistently. Every, 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 yes. every executive in every sport will attest to this. Our next episode of the Ramon Foster Show will come at you Monday morning. I'll be in Indianapolis Looking forward to what should be just a classic matchup. It's just going to be awesome.
0: Moan. It is. Oh, uh, by the way, I just got to ask Has Belichick lost it or has he lost Grace? Which one is
1: it? <laughs> I think it went the other direction. Tom Brady lost Giselle. And then, wait, no. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <to> yeah. Connect, <laughs> everything somehow is connected to Brady. Yeah. Let's put it that way. And it always was. And it always was. Again,
0: the quarterback of ours has to grow up. And I think we all can see that because as soon as Tom left, New England dropped. We're seeing Pittsburgh kind of go through that same cycle. Mm -hmm. Nobody's as lucky to have Alex Smith. And then you get Patrick Mahomes.
1: Right, right, right. (laughs) Right. right although Alex Smith was doing well there I, I, okay we, we can you do see what I'm saying day. though like uh, yes, yeah I, I, not I many get it. that grace no I know I know I know let's do it again Monday moon
0: I can't wait now I'm hype up <laughs> happy Thanksgiving also